everyone, welcome to Totally Prize, where it's always cool, a podcast with a dark secret. I'm Ashley, and I'm joined, as always, by your friend and mine, Molly. Hey, hi, it's me, Molly. You got Luke with us. Sorry, I'm just sweeping up a little bit here. I was going to be, I was wondering how you were going to do the sweeping, because I knew that's what you were going to do. Ashley, can you just feet up real quick? I got to get under there. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, okay, that's fine. I just wasn't sure if it was going to be that, or if it was going to be like the evil brain telling Cooper to... Just to, yeah. you know, like, destroy that man's hand. Yeah, oh, God, that does happen in that, that does happen in that Squeeze episode. Yeah. Off. Fucking that dread, is also dude. very good. Uh, you know, I feel like a lot of people all the time, you know, they're like, oh, David Lynch, he's so fucking weird. It's so hard to understand. I think this episode is very clear cut about what Twin Peaks The Return and Twin Peaks as, like, an overall, like, franchise is about at its core. And it's that Skype is a really valuable and uh, easy to use voice over IP <laughs> program for the Microsoft Corporation. Uh, you can use it for personal, professional, and telemedicine needs. Yeah, this is this show was extremely made in 2016. <laughs> Skype was like already kind of on the outs by that point, but yeah, the last, the last <laughs> vestige. That's not even the right word, I don't think, but whatever. Yeah. Have you ever used the Skype Redneck. Doc? You ever used Skype Doc? Oh, sure. Normal I use Skype say. all the time. All the time. <laughs> I, I diagnosed a patient's eczema without even getting out of my chair through Skype the other day. <laughs> I just... I love that they wrote this over Skype together, and they liked it. They liked doing that so much that they needed to plug Skype in yeah, the show. I think it's cute. It's so cute. It's I love it. It. This is really some peak old man. Some twin peak old man. That's right. <laughs> Luke, what have you done this week? What have I done this week? Uh, I played a bunch of Splatoon three. Um, How's a Splatoon? Here's the thing. It's good. <laughs> Great. Yeah. You de- you got paint guns, and you just make a big mess, and whoever makes the biggest mess wins. What else could you want? <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah. <laughs> you get a giant paint roller, and you just steamroll a motherfucker with it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I saw you. You're, 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 just, you're not into Splatoon. You're not in on it. I, I wasn't even going to say anything. I was just going to let you have fun. Yeah, well. I did say something, so... <laughs> yeah, it just looks like a baby game for babies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, well... Fuck you. It does! <laughs> it, looks like a, it looks like a baby game for babies! No, it looks like, uh... You fucking if, color on the walls, dog! That's the yeah. whole game! Yeah, because, like many, uh... You know, competitive games and shooters, it is about territory control, but it makes that an explicit 
part of the game instead of an implicit part of it. It's actually very smart and for sophisticates like me. <laughs> I the only thing I'm like about Splatoon is when people decided it that, that it's the most the queerest Nintendo game. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, get out of well, here. Ashley, you know you don't pick a gender at the beginning. You just pick a body type. You pick a you style. See. You pick a style. Yeah. Yeah, I. That's a that's a gender, guys. They used a different word. Than right. They just used a different word. Yeah, like someone in the localization department won a fight to get a uh, different word picked there, and hey, good on them, I guess. But come on now. <laughs> Let's not pretend it's representation now. Right. Right. There's um, still exactly two bodies, and none of them are fat. That is true. Yes, squid. You can be a squid or a come kid, on, you but guys. You cannot have. Anything other than a thin body. It's not, yeah, let's not fuck around. Uh-huh. Someone just being like, well, you see, like, biologically, the squid kids can't be fit. Right, uh-huh, uh-huh. Christ. Well, you can be both an inkling or an octoling now, so, I mean, you know, that's representation. Cool. I don't uh-huh. know either of those types of people. <laughs> you see, there can't actually be a black inkling because... <laughs> well... <laughs> Ooh. I mean, I know what you're doing, but there have very much been black inklings oh, from the yes, first game. I you. <laughs> they very much did kill Jesus. They very much did. Oh, yeah. God, uh, yeah, that fucking Little Mermaid shit. Yeah. Just miserable. I, I just really love when people argue about what fictional creatures look like because of science. This casting of this half-fish, half-woman creature is just not realistic. Just couldn't happen. Uh-huh. I, we shouldn't get them off soon, but... Mm-hmm. I, 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 I can't help myself Yeah, sometimes. no, no, I, I hear you. Sometimes people... It's, it's the fucking... The trap, right? Either yeah. you... Yeah. Engage them, in which case they win, or you ignore them, in which case their bullshit just gets to stand unchallenged. Uh, yeah, the, the, well, the third option is what I'm not allowed to do legally. Well, so. sure, right, that, the, the third option's not legal. <laughs> yeah, it's just not legal, is the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like we could solve a lot of problems. Well, and also, if I'm not, you know, if I ain't within fist distance of them, that's, you know, not, that's a difficult one to implement. They got longer range implements. I understand, but you know, <laughs> I'm just saying if someone's talking shit, you know, within swinging distance, yeah, you, can, you can at least make the judgment call about whether it's worth swinging. It's true. Yeah, you're right about that. But you know, harder to do online. <laughs> yeah, I uh, listen. I've I've seen some posts today. I'm in a I'm in a punchy mood. Yeah. Hey, fair. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have not played the single player in Splatoon 3 yet at all. It's probably good. It was pretty good in 2. Yeah, um, it's, I, as someone who does not like the multiplayer of yeah. those games, uh, and only plays the single player, I really, they, they have, like, upped it. Yeah, I've heard they kind of really went for it a little more. I mean, the um, the DLC for 2 already was kind of, like, expanding what they were doing with it, so that's... Yeah, like, they, they have combined those two types of single-player... Yeah, yeah. ...into kind of one thing. But yeah, I'll say, I've, yeah... I've heard a lot of good things about the campaign in this one. Having not, like, played the single-player or, like, gotten any of the, you know, story content, whatever is there, um, not not into this, this new idol group they got this time. I like the big man. 
Not not big. here to say anything bad about the big man who's just a manta ray called Big Man. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say, well, his name is the big man. Yeah. Love him. His two friends, I uh, don't care. Yeah, they Give me back my mayonnaise daughter with her dumb crown. Uh, it with two like it felt like okay, like they went for something different than the first two. Right, the Squid Sisters were kind of generic, but like it was a new thing, so that was fine, and they're like, okay, no, now we're giving them like personality they're characters more now and then these ones are just like i don't know i guess we had to do different ones again uh. yeah like one's kind of pearlish with the uh, kind of big forehead because people made memes about that yeah and you know one i don't know she seems cool but like not in an actual way just like Cool. It like just going from the little bit you get from like when they announce the stages and shit, which granted is not a ton. Maybe there's more to them, but their their characters just don't pop the way that Pearl uh, and Marina do immediately into. They they have more of a lot going on in the story mode. Sure. But I from at least what I play with like the first couple of things. Yeah. Uh I don't know if I'm like Okay, like, uh, I 100% get this now. Right, right, right. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see. I should give them a fair shake in the story mode, see what I like, see if I like them better there. But, you know, eh, I'm, I'm having fun shooting ink at people. Um, I'm glad. People are just, they, they got a hard, you know, maybe it is a game for babies, but people sure do have a hard time understanding how to win at it. You, know, you don't get points for killing guys in Splatoon. You just don't. Maybe maybe yeah. stop getting into fights and start, like, marking territory, dipshit. Yeah, I mean, ideally you do both, but ideally if you're you do both, on if one or the other, but... If they are respawning, they're not inking territory. Yeah, they're not inking territory. That's kind like, of yeah, there's It is valuable to kill people in that game, it's just not the main objective. And That's why I was so confused that they even bothered putting a sniper rifle in that game. We'll see, okay, see, here's where I like Splatoon, though, Molly, because the sniper rifle has a totally different purpose than it does in a normal shooter because now it is about creating paths to like zip like zigzag across the level with you're like creating fucking uh uh roads towards the back of the map so that your teammates can flank the other team better as opposed to you know sniping it's neat all right sure <laughs> i'm not a baby <laughs> <laughs> i didn't <laughs> Again, I was just gonna let you talk about the game you like, and then you were like, "No, Molly, you gotta make fun of the game." Well, yeah, I'm trying to establish a comedic bit here. <laughs> for you're, making bad, you're making me the bad. You're making me the bad guy. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I just, I just so, you know, sometimes I just sit back and you know let people yeah. have fun, and I uh-huh. like doing that. I don't like. I don't like. I, as I've said many times, that's I don't true. like being a hater. That's true. That's true. I would rather just sense. enjoy the thing. Right. Uh-huh. I but maybe if I played Splatoon, I'd like it. I don't know. I just no. never have because I don't want to spend sixty dollars on it. That's, That's all. And it'll never fair. go down in price because nope, it's a Nintendo, Nintendo game. Uh-huh. I bet Splatoon one you get pretty cheap at this point. Doubt it. <laughs> don't think so. Mm, I don't know. It's a Wii U game. I think you could probably get it pretty cheap. Yeah, but then I'd have to buy a Wii U. Well, yeah, that's the problem, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Pris has a Wii U. Although yeah. I don't, I have no idea if it works or not anymore. I mean, I also have a Wii U. We, <laughs> if they got those servers still up, we could play some Splatoon One together. I don't think we could. <laughs> I'll be real honest with you. It sounds like they haven't even gotten it together with Splatoon Three. So, uh, you know, it's it sounds dicey. 
it's when it works, it works just fine. All right. <laughs> it's not really a confident answer. I I have had comparable experiences on other consoles. Is it the most stable I, thing ever? No, but listen. I think maybe listen. sometimes you'll overstate how good it is with every other game. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I don't know. Having a good time with that. I also, uh, I, I went to the movies. Oh, you went and saw some cinema. I went and saw a little piece of cinema. I saw I saw 3,000 Years of Longing by George Miller, the Mad Max guy. Do you think he fit that much in there? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, yeah. There's about 3,000 okay. years worth of longing in that baby. How was <laughs> Sla- it? Slapping the top of this movie. It can yeah. fit so many years <laughs> of longing. Uh-huh. Uh, it's good. I I mostly like it a lot. I was a little like, eh, on like the last like 10, 15 minutes of it, but well, I was kind pretty of the part you need to stick. A little bit, a little bit, but I was like, I had such a good time with the rest of it that I'm willing to kind of like forgive it yeah. a little bit. And I don't know, maybe if I rewatch it knowing that's like what the ending is going to look like, maybe it'll feel better. It felt just kind of like a, like, uh, okay, so the premise of that movie is that, uh, are, are you, you're not going to spoil this movie. Can I spoil the premise of this movie? You no. I'm just saying, like, I I saw in my mind's eye you going like. <laughs> no, no, I'm not like, going to say what the ending of the movie is. Okay, I'm I just, just saying thought... there, there's kind of a structural shift in the third act that I'm not super into. Okay, you um, can pretty much just say that. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So that movie is like the main character is like a literature professor who finds a genie in a lamp. That wants to give her three wishes. And she's like, okay, well, A, I don't want anything. And B, I study stories for a living and I know that every fucking genie story ends bad. So no, we're not going to okay. do that. Instead, how about we just hang out in this hotel room and talk for a while? And then sure. most of the movie is just them talking. And it's good. Chill. Uh, yeah, I it was it was cool. It was a, you know, it's very pretty to look at. And just kind of a fun twist on a very like staid formula. Good movie. I give it. I give it a recommendation. Great. Good. Anyway, that's me. Ashley. Uh, so I have moved to a tiny little town. Okay. Called Dreamlight Valley. Oh sure, right. Yes, of course. Have you not talked about this on the show yet? No, she has. I, I, th- oh, I don't okay. think she's fully moved before though. Oh, okay. No, yeah, I, I think I had just started it by the I was the like, last wait, what time. the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I... Uh, it's the new... Yeah, Disney Dream My Valley is the new game. And I have been playing so fucking much. <laughs> you have. So fucking much. Literally every time I have walked by you, you have been playing Dreamland Valley. Oh, boy. I, yeah. I'm sorry, but also I'm not. You know, I'm. <laughs> hey, chase your bliss. <laughs> I'm chasing my bliss with my good friends Goofy and Wally. Sure, of course. Wally from the Criterion Collection himself. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Why that one? Why is that have, the one they picked? <laughs> it, because adults like it. I guess. I mean, I'm not even anti-Wally like that. Mu- I'm a little anti-Wally. I'm but pretty like, anti-Wally. Listen, there's problems with Wally. I'm pretty anti-Wally. There's some fucking problems with Wally. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna pretend otherwise. 
The robots are cute. I'll give you that. The robots are very cute. It's pretty much where it starts and stops. Pretty much as soon as people show up, they kind of blow it. <laughs> but, like, yeah. do, like, Toy Story. Or, like, that's, like, a, a landmark feel... in, like, computer animation or whatever. I, like, what my thought process was behind this was, one, it's not the, it's not the, for, it's not the last one they're going to do of this. Sure, of course. Uh, two, I don't think that Disney wanted to, like, Disney's okay with giving away some of their home video. Yeah, I guess that's a fair point. Their Criterion's not going to get the, the most primo cuts but of like, the But, like, Toy the Story beef. is, like... They make so much money off of that just because all of all the you know, the toys and the yeah that I think they want to keep a real like fucking grip on that. Sure, that makes sense. But where I go with it, like then up, you're not making merch of up. Yeah, except I think people like I think up has like gotten a bad reputation over the years because people are dumb. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, people are like, it's emotionally manipulative, which, like, that's right. movies, talk. That and or, oh, all anyone ever remembers about Up is the opening credit sequence, and you couldn't even tell me what happens in the rest of the movie. Yes, I can, because it's great. It's excellent. I can't speak to Up. Yeah. I'm up on Up. I'm pro um, yeah. Up. I'm also up on Up. Anyway, I'm sorry, anyway, enjoy. I interrupted your story about your, your new home, Ashley. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, sorry. And, and listen, I understand that you, uh, like, yeah, there's a lot of problems with Wally, but Wally right now is my friend. He's a cute little guy. No one's going to dispute guy. that. A lot of problems <laughs> with Wally. Wally is not the problem with Wally. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a village building game. You've got all of these Disney characters. Some, we- some weird polls, I think. Mm-hmm. They, they have Prince Eric from The Little Mermaid. Sure. Don't need that guy. <laughs> sure. I mean, yeah. Like, I get, you know, Ariel. That makes sense. Right. You know, Ursula also kind of, you know, makes sense. Uh-huh. You don't need Prince Eric. Yeah. Actually, can I ask a question? Yes, you can. And I don't know if this is, uh... I don't know if the answer is going to be yes or not, but I... Are, are you in your Dreamland Valley right now? I might, she almost I might, certainly is. I, I can just hear keep hearing her playing. clicking that sounds like a controller. I. They just updated it and finally completed quests and then I'm closing it. That's it. That is it. And also, I had to look up what Prince Eric's name was because right. I did not remember it off the dome. Right, of course. Nobody's right. ever remembered that guy. No. no not at all. Uh. Which, that's that's the plot of this game is people are like who's Prince Eric? <laughs> like and the, the you have to help them remember. Yeah. yeah, and then they're like, and then they remember they're like who? <laughs> is is the prince in Sleeping Beauty? Does he have a name? He might I just be have... Prince Charming. Yeah, that's definitely the one in Snow White, but it might also be in Sleeping Beauty. I have not seen Sleeping Beauty, so yeah. Sleeping Beauty was, like, their big failure at the time. Right. And then they blamed it on because they did weird art. Yeah, except the weird art rules. Yeah, it did. It was good. Yeah. Um, also, I've been uh, listening, or I've been, you know, playing this, and I was, like, noticing 
all of like the characters sound like really similar. I'm like, oh, did they must have gotten like, did they pull stuff from like the movies or did they just oh sure like get like good sound alike? You know, your your Jim Hankses, right, right. Um, and I found out that no, actually, for most of it, they got the original actors back. What? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's Prince Philip, by the way, also. Okay. From Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, yeah. I guess not uh, real. No, no. <laughs> uh, what, why would they shell out for that, and why would most of those actors agree to that? Like, Yeah, like, some of it makes sense, where it's like, the lady who plays Ursula, that's what she has mainly done for the last, like, ten years. Yeah, yeah, if it's a life. smaller name actor, I get it, but, like, did, you said, like, you were hanging out with Buzz Lightyear last week, did they get fucking Tim Allen in there? So, yeah, Buzz isn't out yet. Oh, okay. No I, fucking I, way they get Tim Allen back for that. Right? I, I'm guessing that they are not going to get Tim Allen back. Um, or I, I'm guessing that it's going to be a Jim Hanks. Or I guess it could be a Chris Evans. No, this is no, the toy. No, that's a different guy. I, Jesus. Okay. We, I, we did this whole bit I, last time. Okay. I know it's a different guy. I'm just saying, <laughs> at this point, Chris Evans is the voice of Bustopher Lightyear. <laughs> you can't call him Bustopher. No. <laughs> you can't Buster do Jones. that. And uh, they might use the same guy who voices the real Buzz Lightyear to also voice the toy Buzz Lightyear. I know, but it's really funny to make fun of you for it. He could play a dual role of two very different characters. Uh, but also, uh, like, they get Patton Oswalt for, like, Remy the Rat. Yeah, okay, that's another one that makes more sense to me, because, like, yeah, Patton Oswalt's a name, but he's not fucking... Mm-hmm. He's not know. doing anything. Right. Yeah. He's got he's turned down Disney money? Okay. Yeah. Okay, I, I've looked this up. Tim Allen reprises his voice of Buzz Lightyear. Wow, all right. I wonder how much you have to pay that guy for that. Yeah. Well, actually, I think he was pissed off last time they didn't bring him back for something. Uh Uh-huh. I think he was was doing headlines about it. Was it in Lightyear? Yes, I I think he was big mad. But he's in, he signed with Disney Plus for the Santa Clauses. They move a, you know, series based off of the Santa Claus. Chelsea has informed me that Buzz is not short for Bustopher, but for Busby. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually what it's short for, according to Thank Google. You. Right. Thank you, Chelsea. Thank, Thank you, Chelsea. Chelsea. Uh, <laughs> but yes, I... It's a fun game. I'm having fun. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm happy I'm glad for you. you're having fun. Uh, and I also went to wrestling. Uh... I saw uh, the two people I went to go see was Dark Sheik, who is a cool hardcore wrestler. She uh, bled a lot, and uh, really, uh, it, when I bought her t-shirt later, she made sure to not get blood on my t-shirt. That's very nice of her. Hey. <laughs> yes. Thank you for not giving me a biohazard. Right. Yes. <laughs> I, d- I did still make sure to wash it. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I uh, also saw Maxine Impaler. Uh, who is just a big hunk of a person. Yeah. Just a meat hunk. Shit! <laughs> uh, and... Yeah, they just fucking tear down people. It was great. great. 
and then they were I took a photo with them and they like everyone was like it looks like you're about to be murdered <laughs> it, it, that photo does look like you're about to be murdered because I, I also was like kind of tired so I'm like I didn't hold it exactly straight so it's like all like blurry and stuff and it's just this person coming out of like the darkness and with like their hand outstretched at me mm-hmm. but it was a fun time I also saw a drag queen get put through a door <laughs> Cool? Yeah. <laughs> Alright. And then they brought out a tiny table and people chanted tiny table. Yeah, naturally. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. What else would you chant? Nothing else. Uh, Molly. Um, what have I done? I, I have no idea. Uh, you could do what I often do, which is look at my letterbox. <laughs> Uh, well, I can't look at your letterbox. It's not going to help me. Uh, I watched Fargo. Yeah! A, a fine film. A fine film. Um, uh, William H. Macy plays one of the gayest little elves on TV. <laughs> God bless him. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a gay little elf. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> He got his wife murdered. He did get his wife murdered. Peter Peter Stormare is a scary man in scary that Scary fella. Yeah. Yeah. I'm used to him being a more comedic guy. Right. Uh or being in the um the dark picture. No, he's in Until Dawn. He's on he's like the psychiatrist in Until yeah, Dawn. Yeah, the psychiatrist guy in Until Dawn that doesn't make a ton of sense, but No, yeah, he's like the narrator. But he is there. Of, yeah. He's kind of fun. Yeah, uh-huh. I like him in that. Did you see that uh, in the new one they just did this year, Grace Zabrisky has that role? Grace Zabrisky has... Oh, really? Sarah Palmer, yeah, yeah, yeah. She like, yeah, sorry, does terrible readings for up. you during the chapter breaks. Oh, God, that trash. I, I kind of want to buy the quarry just to have Grace Zabrisky give me tarot readings. I think the... I We played Man of Madon um, as, like a, as a group thing before COVID. Yeah. Thank it. That game's pretty okay. Yeah, those games are all like, pretty those fun. Those games are all pretty okay. Yeah. And they're and these ones are like in shorter bites too. Right. So like Until Dawn's too long. I it, think the quarry is, is more towards Until Dawn in length. I don't think it's a dark picture anthology game. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe, I don't know. How maybe long I'll it look is. into it, but Yeah. Um yeah, I I didn't dislike that game uh when I played it for journal. Yeah. Uh it's pretty good. Um and then I watched um what the fuck was the other thing I watched that I really loved? What was it? Oh, oh, brother, where art thou? The fucking yes. cinema. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. The motherfucking cinema. Now that's a fucking movie. Uh-huh. George Clooney's in that movie. He sure is. He is. He sure fucking is. You know? Yeah. He he grimes up good. <laughs> yeah, he grimes up real good. That he looks like he is twenty five in that movie. Yeah. How old was he when he did that? He was like forty. Wow. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would it, guess thirties. Uh, he, that movie and, uh, Ocean's Eleven were, like, the two, like, like, one year difference. Uh-huh. Yeah. Man. Uh, I, listen, I posted the same guy in both those movies. He plays the same character. Yes. In yeah, both of much, those movies. Pretty much. <laughs> Just one, he's more successful than the other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, he pretty much got what he wanted in both. <laughs> sure, it just took him a while to get to it in O Brother. 
yeah, you know, he he had to go through a few more tight spots and whatnot. Right. I don't, uh, it's been a long time since I've seen Ocean's Eleven. Does he is he like out of prison or anything? Has he gotten he caught did. before? Yes. Okay. He, the The movie starts when he gets out of prison. Okay. Okay. Then, yeah. yeah like, no fair. The opening credits are like him uh, talking about like you know how he's going to be an upstanding member of society, and then he gets into his car and it's like, all right, what's the what's the what's the deal? What's right. The, right. I God, Ocean's Eleven is so fucking good, oh, dude. Oh, so good. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie uh, in probably 15 years. I really gotta fix that. You should You should rewatch it. It's you really good. That. I watched uh, it. I think I watched it this year, in fact. The, I, you know, friend of the podcast, Zoe, I have talked to her about this several times, where she prefers uh, Logan Lucky, which I think is a good film. Mm-hmm. Uh, because she is saying, like, oh, the, like, the people involved are so much more human. And I'm like... No, I want perfect machines. Right. <laughs> I Make, want chiseled I, people on my screen. Yeah, I want Marble everyone statues. saying nonsense and then everything works out perfectly for them. Uh-huh. I don't yeah, I don't want like vulnerability from my con artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I also I've linked uh a me characters wiki or like for all of the characters from Fargo. <laughs> Great. Good. Uh, I will say about Fargo that, like, it's like two different movies that are kind of connected, but not really. You mean... I just, I feel like the police stuff, like, barely intersects with the actual crime stuff, you sure. know? Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's, it... like, two different things are happening, and they kind of, like, touch each other at points, and, like, obviously... Right, they dumped um, at the end, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, obviously they get together at the end, but, like, feels kind of weird mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i feel like i feel like you could just do that movie with no cops and it would be just fine probably but you know but yeah i did you know i don't dislike the cops she's Mind carrying you. a big load she's carrying a big load uh, she's very listen she's delightful she don't, sure don't is. get me wrong yeah. margie what yeah. a what a gal uh now you can watch the unofficial sequel kimiko the treasure hunter I, I won't lie to you. I won't. But I could. Which is a movie about a Japanese woman who watches Fargo and thinks it's a true story and goes to find the <laughs> money. Great. Wonderful. Wait, never mind. That sounds like a shreds. That is a great premise for a movie. Uh, it is. It says right very at the top, bleak. it's a true story. They wouldn't lie. It's it's a very bleak movie, also. By the way, yeah, I, yeah. I really <laughs> yeah. could not imagine. I was gonna say now. Yeah, you can watch that. Then you can watch the official sequel, Fargo, the TV show. I probably won't do that. That one, that one for sure I won't do. You want me to watch multiple hours of yeah. Fargo? It's, it's okay. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. It's not uh, as good I, as the movie, and if you were already like, a movie is that yeah, pretty good? Yeah, you don't need to worry about it. Um, I So what I did is when I finished watching Fargo, I went, how the fuck did they make that into a TV show? Yeah. Especially like, what is it, like 20 years later or something? Yeah, it's in like the 2000s. I'm like, what, we, what the fuck are we doing here? So I went and looked it up, and I was like, oh, okay, so it's just the title, and it has nothing to do with it's Fargo. It's got it. the same area. It's got a couple very loose plot connections, but it's a whole new cast and everything, yeah. Yeah. Um, the nonsense. What, it, it's a lot of, like, it's more like echoes of the original Fargo. Like, there's kind of a, like, put-upon husband guy that does crimes that, like, his wife killed. You know, sure. while there's also, like organized crime and a nice cop trying to solve everything, you know? Yeah. Um, and you got Billy Bob Thornton going around, like, gets pulled over by the cops. He's like, you know, just because they don't draw the dragons on the maps anymore don't mean they're not still out there, and you just found one, bucko. 
And then he murders them? No, he just intimidates him into leaving him alone so he can go oh. murder somebody else. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, it's very an okay funny. show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Steve Buscemi is great in... Oh, yeah. For the, let the record show. Yeah. I didn't. I listen. I don't know anything about Steve Buscemi, but he was in the movie. And I was like, "Oh, yeah, it's that guy." Yeah, kind of funny looking. They're right. He is kind of funny looking. I couldn't I, tell I, you how. Just in a general sort of way. <laughs> yeah, I read something where it's like, "Oh yeah," and like when people like take those like tests of like you know like did you like this movie and blah 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 blah. Yeah. The one person that gets rated highly on every single thing is that. Everyone just seems to like Steve Buscemi. Right, he's just inherently like he's him. Just, he's good in that movie. No, yeah, like, not even in that movie, just like, if like, what are your opinions oh, just on in... Steve Buscemi? People are like, <laughs> yeah, I like that guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, he's really funny in that, and he was also, like, one of the better parts of The Big Lebowski, so... Uh, but mostly oh, right, yeah. so that John Goodman could yell at him. It yeah. was really a... That was really a tag team job. Uh, yeah. yeah. What a pair. What a pair, I, Yeah, but, like, also, what a pair, like, what a pair of actors. <laughs> <laughs> Life you are does not out of your depth. <laughs> Life does not stop and start at your convenience. It's really fucking funny. <laughs> he just wants to be part of the conversation. Man, the parts of the Big Lebowski that are good are pretty fucking good. They're pretty fucking good. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um D- D- Ashley is now retweeting behind the scenes of the legendary Roadhouse floor sweeping scene. <laughs> I I <laughs> So in, uh, I'll I'll get to it when we get to the scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, in that case, I think uh, otherwise I've just been playing Fortnite. Nobody wants to hear me talk about Fortnite. That's also a baby <laughs> game for babies. Uh huh. Uh huh. But you what, know, what I can dances shoot guys. Do you in do it. when you win? Yeah. Uh, I don't usually dance when I win because I'm usually too floored by the fact that I just won a game of Fortnite because mm. that game is hard. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, here's the thing. People have been playing Fortnite for years longer than I have. So right. I'm still learning how to play Fortnite because yeah, it's yeah, different. Yeah. They, they know what they're doing. Yeah, the the, the whole game is different because you can destroy basically anything on the map. Right. So getting cover is not as good as it could be. Yeah. Anyway, Twin Peaks. Twin this, Peaks. This intro Twin has gone Peaks. on far too fucking long. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. This show's really slow and nothing ever happens in it. So, we've you know, we got to yeah, fill time they, somehow. We, Here's the it, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay this out right now. Yeah. Somebody is going to come at me and be like, "Okay, you just said nothing happened for two episodes, and yet you are screaming, yelling how good the scene where a guy sweeps for three minutes <laughs> and nothing else happens is." To which I say, the rest of the other two episodes we watched that I was complaining about had so few vibes in them. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And also, this episode has a million events around like that slowdown scene. So. Uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's all about the pacing. We'll get to the sweeping scene when we get to it. That's not until close to the end. It's but, true. Yeah. They, they try to make you think the episode is over. This episode feels pretty long. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have not been checking if they're like variable length. I think they might be, but who cares? Uh, anyway, this one we watched... is almost a full hour long. This okay. one is 57 minutes. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, we watched Twin Peaks, The Return, Part 7, a.k.a. Twin Peaks Season 3, Part 7, a.k.a. Twin Peaks... A limited event series, part seven, a.k.a. There's a body, all right. I mean, there is a body, all right. There is a body, all right. true. We open on, uh, you know, a living body, which is different than the one being referenced in the title. 
because uh, this one belongs to one Jerry Horn, who is uh, high out of his goddamn mind in the middle of the woods. I also thought it was just, like, sad and him being old. Yeah, no, I think he it's just kinda, did... It's kind of both. I think he just made the weed too good and had it all night long watching Dr. Jacoby's streams. Maybe. That might be true. <laughs> and now he's I'm lost I'm also in just the kind of worried about him. Sure, yeah, I think that's fair. He's got his iPhone... The way, yeah, the way he says, I don't know where I am, makes yeah. me think that it is also partially because he's old and has forgotten where he is. I mean, it, that can't be helping. No, the, I mean, and the, yes, the weed is not helping. However... <laughs> no. Because, right, yeah, right after that, he also goes, I think I'm high! <laughs> I think he says that before, though. One way or the other. Either way, yeah. Ben is on the phone with him during this, and he's just like, Jeez fucking Christ, Jerry. God oh damn my it. fucking God. I do not have time for this today. <laughs> Turn your GPS on, Jerry. Jesus. Jerry, I have got to go have quiet chemistry with my new receptionist. Come on, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's... I don't know. I, I get where you're coming from that you're worried about him. I mostly just thought it was funny. Yeah, that's fair. If if the last thing he says wasn't like, I don't know where I am in a voice that is just slightly concerning to me. Sure. I probably wouldn't think this as much, but he does say that. Yeah, I guess Ben's reaction is just being like, ugh. It kind of yeah. flew me into like, oh, he does this all the fucking time. Okay. Yeah, I, this this could be a regular thing. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, over at the Twin Peaks Sheriff's Station, they're looking at the papers that Hawk pulled out of the bathroom stall door, which were, in fact, ripped out pages of Laura Palmer's diary. Boom. Yes. Uh, at last, they have found where she wrote down the bit about the good Dale being stuck in the lodge from Firewalk with me. She actually did it. She actually yeah. did it. Because we don't see her do that. Yeah. I, I remember reading something at some point, I think it was Lynch, talking about, like, yeah, that was meant to be set up for another movie in the trilogy that just never happened. Yeah. Um, but then when we came time to do this, we're like, oh, thank God we wrote that in because now we can use it as a plot hook for this. Yeah, easy. Yeah. Right, <laughs> writing TV is so easy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I like Hawk just kind of walking through like, well, okay, if the good Dale is in the lodge and can't leave, then whatever came out of there was not the good Dale. And, the, and this new sheriff is like, uh, all right, man. Sure. Yeah. Right. For sure. Yeah. 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 Frank Truman is very like, I was not here for any of this, but uh, okay. <laughs> I did read about it. Yeah. I watched the show, actually, so uh-huh. I'm, I'm pretty familiar with the with the content. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, this this one's about Leland, yeah? Okay, right, great. Right, yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't really appreciate how the TV show made it seem like he wasn't really responsible for his actions, but Firewalk with me really kind of helped really square that circle that. better for me and made me feel more comfortable with the series thematically. <laughs> I wish his voice was a little more gruff. Yeah, yeah. I like Robert Forster a lot. It's just... I do too. He's just yeah. done got enough gravel on y- it. You can't yeah. get around the fact that this that he's not Michael Antkeen. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's just fighting a fucking losing battle. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did, yeah, so I haven't brought it up because, you know, you told me not to. I kept trying to and you said no, but we're not getting Michael Antkeen in this show. Yeah, no, I, yeah. Yeah. He initially agreed to do it, and then he kind of pulled out at the last minute and, uh, you know, didn't really give any reasons because he doesn't know anybody any reasons. He didn't feel like it. Yeah, he doesn't have to. Uh, it's, so, his, it's his life. Yeah, so they wrote in uh, Frank Truman, who uh, Robert Forster was who Lynch originally wanted to play this character in the 90s, and, like, Michael oh. Keen was always his second choice. So he's like, hey, I can finally get around to that. <laughs> he's like, hey, easy switch, bud. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 
do you think David Lynch in his in his house when he's like, ah, oh, David like he's like, oh, I can't do it, and he's like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> I know just the guy. I know just the fella for this one. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Frank's like, well, this is all very interesting. I better call Harry and tell him all this. And yeah, we get another scene of him on the phone, just be like, oh, Harry, where are you? Oh, at the cancer department in the hospital, huh? Well, that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're at the incurable disease section. I see. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're you're at the I'm gonna die off screen section. <laughs> well, Harry, uh no, I didn't want anything important. I was gonna tell you about the plot, but you're busy. Uh don't have cancer anymore next time I call you. That'd be great. Bye. Beat this for me. Beat this for okay. me, Harry. You know, he's, I think he's doing a good performance. It's just like we said, he's fighting a losing battle. He's yes, and, I, yeah, I, also like we were talking about beforehand, like going like, hi, Harry Truman. You're definitely on the other end of the screen. We're talking to each other. That's the other part of it. Yes. You're a character in this, even if we can't hear you. Right. I simply think it's just have him come in off screen or or just like have another scene later where the sheriff comes in and he's like, yeah, I talked to him, but he's not, you know, I, yeah. I couldn't really get to him. Or just like, go... just don't do this thing where I have to watch him to talk to somebody I know is not there. Or just go all the way with it and do it like that Diane scene in the Fire Hawk with me deleted scenes where she's just off screen and you can't hear her dialogue talking to Cooper. No, we didn't like that. That's bad. <laughs> yeah, I know. But what if there was way more of it? No, that'd be worse. They they did Luke. They did that. It's those scenes we watched in this episode. Yeah, but I'm it's the same be... thing. But he's not physically present. I think it'd be funnier if he was physically present and like not sick or anything. Just like, oh Harry, what do you think of this? Oh yeah, I agree, man. <laughs> Great work. Anyway, oh uh, hey, go easy on those donuts, bud. I want some. Cringe. Yeah, no, it's 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 I awkward. Just, please stop bringing him up. You just should stop. probably you don't have to do it. I, yeah, there. You should probably stop drawing attention to the fact that you couldn't get him here. Yeah, it's like it's yeah, fine. It's, like this whole episode has endeared me to uh, Frank a lot. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Andy has tracked down the truck that murdered that child last time. It it feels to. This is just more me doing the same thing where I'm bummed that Hawk doesn't get to do more. Yeah. Uh, which is, like, it feels like Andy is being a better investigator than Hawk. <laughs> sure, I get what you're saying. I, I thought we were going, which is how I feel. If you can't get Michael Onkin to be the sheriff, make Hawk the fucking sheriff. Why is he still the deputy? Yeah, I don't... Yeah. yeah. Maybe... No, uh, that, like, too... The idea, maybe he doesn't want the job. I don't know. Yeah, and yeah, you, do could, you, were like, saying, you well, could make, do stuff with that. If you want another friend, Sheriff Truman, you know, do the fake or make it his son, and he's the deputy to Hawk's, you know, sheriff. I would love that. That'd I be wish way that better. Was the way it went. Yeah, yeah. It just yeah it it just feels like they don't want to give Hawk too much character. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I get what you're saying. Maybe I I don't know. Yeah, we still got time. Uh, David got David got eighteen of these. Hawk has some scenes. I'll say that. Uh, I think he is just really wrapped up in. I think his attention is just way too drawn in on the Cooper thing. Is what the the thing is here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Andy is still just kind of doing cop shit because he's <laughs> yeah. a regular cop and, and he's not like, like the deputy who could sit at the station. Hey Hawk, I found out. Uh, I think I've found the guy that murdered that child. Okay, Andy, I'm busy. Okay, I guess yeah, I'll go right. talk to him. Like- <laughs> Uh, it, it's just, you yeah. know, like, back to, with the episode last time where I didn't feel like the ending of that whole 
Right, where he just uh, got it through random chance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, I get you. Um, but yeah, this guy he's anyway, questioning is not a different Richard. Dave Grohl is here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. They got like six different Dave Grohl impersonators <laughs> for this show. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> David Lynch saw like a Foo Fighters cover band, but they're all Dave Grohl. <laughs> <laughs> David Lynch opened up his Grohl Dex and called up some <laughs> Daves. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, Richard's not here, and Andy's like, well, that's your car, so, uh, buddy, I'm gonna need some answers, and this guy is just very nervous, like, listen, I, 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 I'll, I'll tell you everything, but I can't talk here, man, I need you to go, it's not, I, ooh, oh, me, and oh, they eventually- I'm, I'm definitely gonna be dead, you're never gonna yeah, see me You're never gonna see me a fucking dead, dude! Yeah, Richard's definitely right inside my door with a gun that he's going to shoot me with as soon as you leave. You gotta go. I'll meet you in two hours. Yeah, listen, in two For hours, sure. let's, let's meet at Sparkwood in 21, the only intersection in all of Twin Peaks. Wait, is that the same intersection? Yeah, it's the one that, yeah, Laura, like, got off the bike at and shit. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there, there's two intersections. The one where the kid got hit and this one. Right, that's true. You're right. <laughs> that one's just not named. <laughs> uh, But, yeah, from there we cut over to... Uh, Sheriff Truman, who is giving Doc Hayward a call, because he was the only other guy that saw Cooper the day he left the lodge. And, uh... <laughs> he's just like, Doc, do you know what Skype is? This... Doc, what's your Skype handle? What's your Skype handle, Doc? This fucking rules. Uh, he gets Hayward's Skype handle, and then pulls a lever on his desk to make a fucking com- Apple computer rise up out of the tabletop. This fucking this is, shreds. It's so this fucking is the, good. This is the other side of David Lynch has never seen a computer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where it's like, well, you press a button and it like just pops out, right? Right, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just imagining like the configuration of this desk. This desk must be a night. You cannot ever move this thing. Oh god, yeah, it would be so heavy. No, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it just seems like a bad decision. <laughs> but a very cool one. A yeah. great decision for this show. <laughs> it's the uh like rustic down home version of the laptop computer. Can I, the, the briefcase computer, rather. The briefcase computer. Might I just say, yeah. I love that he has a little keyboard on his desk that I never noticed until he brought up the screen. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah. And then he starts finger poking at the keyboard because he's an old man. Yeah, he just used... What a delightful... He just hunts and pecks. Uh, and then, yeah, we get uh, Doc Hayward, Warren Frost. He's here. Mark Frost's dad. He's out fishing. Mark Frost's dad. He's out fishing. Yeah. Uh, hey, still has only become a sweeter man with age. Yeah, look at him. Look at him. Oh. This is just such a sweet scene. He's got his he's got his fishing hat on. He's got his fishing hat on. He's got kind of you know, like uh some poofs of hair coming out from under his hat. Looks good. Yeah. He looks good. I um I appreciate it. clearly this man could not make it to a set. Yeah, so yes. that's what we're doing here. Yeah, if I remember I don't want to say something that might be made up by me, but I want to say this is just like in his backyard in real life. That would make sense to me. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad they got to include him. I am very glad they got to include him. And uh, he tells us that 
Yeah, you know, I can't remember what I had for breakfast, but I remember that day. Agent Cooper was acting like a real fucking weirdo, so we took him to the hospital. Yeah. And then as soon as we left him alone, he disappeared, and I saw him sneaking out of the intensive care ward. And Maybe you've uh, seen that Audrey girl. Awful explosion. Yeah, you know, Audrey had just been at the bank. Uh, terrible explosion. She was in a coma. Guess he was just checking on her. Uh, and then... I tried to call out to him, but he ignored me. Yep. Yep. Uh, anyway, uh, let me tell you a cute joke about fish. It, it was a, it was you a know good what? old man joke. It's a, it's a great a good, old man joke. A great old man joke, and I love that like, Frank knows the punchline already, but he's just excited to hear he's just excited Doc to say hear. it. Because, yeah, Doc says, like, you know, I caught two fish in my pajamas. Oh, yeah, Doc. <laughs> my pajamas, I'll never know. Ah. <laughs> it's just like, okay, these guys are like two old friends. Yeah, yeah. This is the first time I've believed that Frank has once lived in Twin Peaks. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, they just, you know, say goodbye. He's like, ah, oh, you know, hey, keep keep working the sunny side of the river, Doc, and hangs up. And it's just very sweet. Uh, the In memory on this one is for Warren Frost, and yeah, it's... That's a sad one. Yep, that's a sad yeah. one. Yeah. He's just, he's great, and sad that Does he's he, gone. Did he ever do anything else besides Twin Peaks? That's like, a great question. I think he did, yeah. Uh, I, I have no idea whether this man is a real actor or not, because every time we've talked about him, he's just Mark Frost's dad. You he's know? Mark Frost's dad, yeah. No, um, no, he had a decent, yeah, he was on a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, okay. I'm trying to see if I know, like, any of these shows. Oh, oh right, he was on Seinfeld. Of course. <laughs> He's the, very sister se- the sister series of... Right. He's very the, the degrees on Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, they're okay. Susan's parents. God. Yeah, no, yeah, he's... Oh, yeah, he, like, was on TV back in the 50s. He's had, he had a long career. Okay. Yeah. So okay, this cool. is more that uh, Mark Frost is a silver spoon child of... <laughs> Right, it's not that this is Mark Frost's dad, it's that Mark Frost is Warren Frost's kid. Yeah, Warren Frost's kid, yeah, yeah. that's yes. right. Uh-huh. We, we, okay. gotta, we gotta start getting this right. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> gotta put some fucking respect on this man's name. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, great scene. Five stars, no notes. No notes. Um, And then we go from... How many people tried to add that Skype handle after this episode? Oh, probably is so it, Is it one billion? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, anyway, FBI time. Right, FBI. Oh, or no, yeah. I'm sorry. No, military time. Yeah, milita- different guys. Military time, Buckhorn police time. Because uh, yeah, Lieutenant Knox from the Pentagon is here to uh, inquire about the fingerprints that uh, the yeah. cops well, here have run. I-, I like the vibe of this lady, and that helps for me. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. kind of <laughs> she makes these scenes better for you. It's not all people you hate. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like. And when she just goes, there's a body. <laughs> right. Uh, and also, we get some good Twin Peaks weirdness in this. We sure do. Yeah, she goes down to the morgue where they show her the body. Because she was expecting just to find Prince. She's like, wait, fucking wet. Hold on. You actually there's have... a whole ass body? There's a whole ass body here. But it's only in its late 40s, and it just died recently. Well, hmm, huh. Yeah, like seven days ago. And also, there's she when she sees there's no head, she's like, where's the rest of him? <laughs> which which <laughs> is a very like, funny way to say when you have 95% of the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I do like uh, Mackley's delivery when he just goes like, we don't know. Like, I don't know, it just felt... <laughs> I, 
I get what uh-huh. you're saying that maybe these are not the strongest performances. That felt very like, oh yeah, that's how that's how detectives in small towns talk. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, so she goes to call her boss at the Pentagon and be like, hey, yeah, they've got like a whole major Briggs here. Uh, that's wild, man. Well, not a whole major Briggs. Well, they got about ninety percent of a major Briggs. We have percent of a major Briggs. Yeah, like here. she's like. One, it's a body, and two, it's not all of him. Yeah, but also it's too young, because he should be in his 70s, so that's weird. Hi, uh, can I just say the scariest thing that ever happens is in this scene yeah. is when yes. a guy just starts walking up the hallway behind her shoulder Yeah, like she's uh, in during this close-up. You, you can see the hallway down, and like it's out of focus, and you just see the door open, and like just a blurry silhouette slowly walk closer to her. Oh, I thought she was dead for sure. Sh- I was so scared. Yeah, yeah. No, but this is just fucking weird shit. Uh-huh. It's, yeah, it, well, it's the same, it's the same Lodge Spirit that was in the jail cell with, what's his name? Yeah, it's the, like, soot-covered guy whose head, like, went up like a puff of smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Scary. Uh, yeah, it's good shit. <laughs> yeah, and she, like, I think she kind of sees him over her shoulder and just kind of, like, goes back into the room, because, yeah, who could blame her? I, I just but- don't know if she sees him. Does, yeah, does she I, I back don't know. And like, I, she <laughs> seems like she has bad vibes all of a sudden. I, she, I yeah, she but gets, I don't think she saw him. Okay. Yeah, I think she gets bad vibes. I don't think she can see him. That's fair. That's fair. I, it feels it feels very much like if this guy walks by you, you get a chill. Right? Sure, Dick. sure. But I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Um, but yeah, so now they need to call the FBI to inform them about, uh, you know, Major Briggs. Um, for now, she's like, okay, uh... This body's under fucking lockdown. Nobody gets any access to it. You guys are probably getting taken the fuck off this case very soon. Yeah, like, you okay. didn't hear it from me, but uh, this ain't your case. Yeah. Cut to the FBI. Yeah, like, like they're like, what a weird... It's I like it, but it's like just such a weird moment where they're like, can you give us something, though? And she's like, all right, you didn't hear it from me, but this isn't your case anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Great bit. Yep. Uh, we are in Gordon Cole's office. We do see he's got just, in addition to the atom bomb picture, he's got a big frame picture of corn. You know, I guess he does. I did not even register that. Yeah. Even that is what the scene starts on. But right. you know what? He does have a very big picture of corn. He does have a very big picture not, of corn. Not, not the corn. band. He, yeah. Not, not cream corn. Just not a, the band fresh, corn. Like, uh, just a, you know, not stock even, like, ear of corn. He's just whistling. That- that's the kind of thing that, like, would be your painting in The Sims. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, he's just passing the time whistling until uh, Albert bangs on his door and kind of blows his ears out because he had his hearing aid turned up. And Albert explains that, yeah, he went and talked to Diane, but she told him to fuck off immediately, so it didn't really go very well. Uh, 15 minutes later, I was freezing my ass off in my apartment. The edge of pneumonia. How was your night, Chief? But yeah, uh, Albert's like, all right, it's your turn. You gotta go talk to her now. And Cole says, like, okay, but will you come with me, please? I'm very scared of her. No, he doesn't no, say he does please. No, he does not say please. Well, yeah, you're right. He doesn't say please. He says, but you'll come <laughs> with me, right? Say please. And Albert is like, yeah, you gotta say please. And he's like, what? And he's like, oh, no, I, I know you heard me, motherfucker. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you know what? He uh, did, and he says, please. He says, please, and then they go. Which I feel uh, like uh, strengthens what I was saying. Like, I feel like maybe the idea is Cole plays up his deafness sometimes. Because that's explicitly what he's doing here. Because he doesn't want to fucking say please. 
Yeah, yeah I, that might I, be true. I felt that this was like a different vibe of like than kind of what we were going with before, where it's like, is he just fully lying? I don't think he's fully lying. He's clearly hard of hearing. Yeah. I just think sometimes he like exaggerates it because. Oh, I thought yeah. he was just being an asshole to his work husband. That's all. I mean, I, I both. Yeah. Yes. Both. Yeah. I'm saying that's how he's being an asshole. The yeah, but the intent is different. You sure. know. No, for, for sure. Yeah, um, like, because in the, the last one, it was like, oh, because in the scene with Diane, it, like, they're all talking very softly, and she, you know. Right, it's the reverse. It's, you would think that she would need to be shouting for him to hear, because that's what everyone else is asked to do, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, They go to Diane's apartment. She's just finished fucking some guy. That's true. Good for her. Good for her. Good for I I was, you know, we, we talked a lot about Diane. Uh-huh. You know, she's a, you know, a character that we've is a classic never seen him. Right. Uh, I did not expect her to be such a Molly. Yeah, no, I... <laughs> I love her so much. Molly, why didn't you tell us that you had a guest writing credit on Twin Peaks? <laughs> we should have known with all of the... <laughs> I had all the inside info. That's true. No, I, from the beginning, I've been like, oh yeah, Molly's gonna fucking love Diane. <laughs> She's the most Molly character ever written. <laughs> because all she does is say fuck you to everybody constantly. <laughs> It's true. She does do that. Yeah. Hey, what's your name? Tammy? <laughs> Fuck, Fuck you, Tammy. That's so good. <laughs> I was like, who's this Laura Dern bitch? Yeah, uh-huh. Damn, okay. Yeah, Laura Dern. Good actor. Never seen her before. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they come in and they ask her, hey, do you have any coffee? And she's drinking a cup of coffee. She says, no. <laughs> No, she says, no, I don't have any cigarettes either. She says smoking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Molly, have you seen The Last Jedi? Yes. Oh, she's the... Yeah. She's Holdo. She's Holdo. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, she's not very good in that one. That's fine. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's not working with good material. She's, yeah. She's she's fine. They don't really give her all that much cool yeah. to do. She does get to do the I cool, like, suicide yeah. attack thing, but that's not really her. That's the special effects. Yeah. I was kind of surprised. I was... I'm still kind of surprised that people are like, oh, man, Laura Dern's so great in that movie. I'm like, is she? She's, she's barely think, in it. Yeah, she's not in I, it that much. I think you just like Laura Dern, yeah. which is fine. Which that, is fine that's and apparently correct. I mean, I yeah. yeah, I absolutely popped when Laura Dern showed up in that movie, but, you know. she Yeah, it's just, it, it feels weird that people are like, oh, Holdo, like, that's a classic character. I'm like, no. No, she just kind of sucks and then dies. I think part of it is that that was very much one of the things that, assholes whined about with that movie were like oh yes. fucking purple haired lady bossing around the cool purple boys. Purple hair with pronouns. Yeah, uh huh. So you reflexively like, oh actually kinda... it's the best thing ever. Really? Man, it's it's in somewhere. Yeah, but she in the does middle. just kinda suck and then die. That's all. She's just kinda whatever. Uh anyway, she's not whatever here. <laughs> no, she's the she's the best ever here. And then uh shout out to Miguel Ferrer who whenever he is on screen in these episodes he has stanced the fuck up. Yes. Even when he is sitting down, yeah. he has stanced the fuck up. <laughs> You're totally Just right. Just ready to go at any moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like you need to be around Diane. She... <laughs> He's got such a presence in this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she sits down with them and, ex- you know, they explain, well, they got Cooper in a federal prison in South Dakota and we really need somebody that knows him well to talk to him because something weird's going on. And you know him better than anybody, so... And, she... and she's like, no, good, leave him there. <laughs> right. <laughs> Gordon, she's like, Diane, 
This might require a slight change in attitude on your part. <laughs> I, I like this was when I was like, oh, something happened between her and Cooper. Yeah, yeah. Like either in like the past when it was still actual Cooper, right? Like, you know, when it was Mister C, and I assumed that uh, Cole knew about it. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, oh, this is why it's going to be difficult, and blah, blah, blah. But it seems like that's not the case. Yeah, I don't think that's the case. Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, because I think Cooper disappears after the Twin Peaks thing, and perhaps before the Twin Peaks uh, section, you know, uh, they had been intimate in some way, or, you know, clearly they are very close. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, they're at minimum very good friends. Yes. I just assumed, like, yeah, because I was getting, like, the vibe of, like, something bad happened between them at some point. Right, right. Yeah, yeah when her reaction and, to hearing that, oh, hey, we found him, he's in prison, she's like, okay, good, fuck that guy. Yeah, and that, like, okay, like, this is not, like, the friendliness that, you like, we kind of thought they would have. Right, no. Right. And so, yeah, I was just surprised that... Yeah, you're right, maybe Mr. C did do something after the whole situation, because it doesn't make sense for her to be that mad, even if he, like, disappeared after sleeping with her. Yeah, yeah, I th- I think it is, uh, yeah, just to talk about this kind of now. Yeah, with what Bob and you know that spirit has done to some people. Ah, yeah. I see. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, and I think just the way she reacts to the conversation they have later, you can infer that the meeting that they're talking about at her house was not good. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The. You know, I will always remember that night, Me Too. Right. Gave that feeling. Yeah. 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 I I did not pick up on that time, but you're right. I would also say that uh, along similar lines, the fact that Doc Hayward saw evil Cooper possessed by Bob sneaking into Audrey's room at the hospital... You can maybe make some inferences Uh-oh. about what happened. Uh-oh. Yeah, uh-huh. I, that that one I was, like, thinking about, but I kind of didn't want to say out loud. Yeah, uh-huh. Hmm. No good. No good. Uh, but yeah, they convinced her to come with them on their private jet. Uh, the, like, establishing shot of this jet has, like... The sun catches the light on the windows in kind of a weird way, and I just remember... I didn't watch the show as it was coming out, but I went back and, like, I wanted to read, like, forum posts and shit of, like, when this was coming out to see what people were saying. And people were just losing their fucking minds trying to find, like, secrets on the show. Like, I don't know. There's something, like, unnatural about the way the glint of those mirrors goes. I think maybe you could line the... (laughs) those windows up to the holes on a flute and play a melody that might mean something. What the fuck? People... (laughs) People have problems. Yeah. Yes. I, I I understand that people do this, and I understand that yeah. Lost also did this to people. Right. Like that's I, I understand that is the era of television we're in. But man, I just want to watch a TV show. Sometimes, sometimes. when you uh, have a plane turning, it'll catch the light in an odd it'll way. Catch the light weird because it's a fucking plane, man. <laughs> like no, that's not how God. it would look in real life. Like great, I'm glad you can like. like yes, it's just it's it is a fucking TV show, my guy. And also. How the fuck do you know? When have you been, like, out flying in your wingsuit around a private jet? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I understand that people like mysteries and shit, yeah. but, like, man, I'm just here yeah, to watch a show and kind of go on a ride. Right. Yeah, it, it's just one of those things where I'm like, you know, I, I don't like 
trying to like seek out and solve the mysteries. But you know, I'll I'll sometimes makes my predictions. But it's those kind of things that really make me right go like. <sighs> All right, no, I'm not. Although to flip <laughs> to the other side of that, uh, when Andy was talking to the uh, knockoff Dave, Dave Grohl about their meeting, he did say to meet him at four thirty, four three zero. That's the time the number the giant gave. So who can, okay. who knows? What could it mean? I, I don't know. I'll, I'll find out one day. Yeah, you will. That's yeah. true. Yeah, <laughs> I don't fucking care. Uh, I'll tell you, I don't remember a goddamn thing the giant said. Every time you guys bring it up, I'm like, oh, yeah, true. And then I move on with my life because it doesn't matter. You gotta listen to the, the only sounds one I recognized then... was the names. All of the yep. numbers are gone from my head. Number 430, Richard and Linda. Uh, I'm trying Great, to... we already did it. Yeah. What was the fucking number the fucking uh, brain gave? Because it was a different one. I don't remember. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it 315 or was it a different thing? Ah, doesn't matter. I don't know. Um, anyhow, uh, no, it was like two, two, five, three. That was it. I remember it now. (laughs) Great. Good job. That didn't make it matter more. (laughs) No, No. it didn't. (laughs) I just said I didn't care. Yeah, (laughs) but I did. Anyway, uh, yeah, they're on the jet. Uh, you know, Diane is just having herself some airplane, uh, you know, little, little sample bottles of booze. Yeah, Albert, Albert brings her some booze. Yeah. And yeah, she like puts it in her pocket. Right. I like how we're being like, listen, the, the fact that you're even here, you know, speaks volumes. She's like, fuck you. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Fuck you, Albert. I get it. I'm doing you a favor. Now leave. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is another one of my, like, like uh, T- Tammy really doesn't need to be here. It's so fucking funny to me that, like, yeah, Albert goes to sit down with Gordon Cole and then Tammy pokes her head out, like, hey guys, I'm still a character too. <laughs> I literally. He went, all right, Tammy. Oh, uh, yeah, it's Tammy. <laughs> right, of course. You know, like, I I had seen, uh, like, people be like, oh, like, worst character, and I'm like... She's barely in it! <laughs> yeah, like, they are going, like, oh, she's, like, an annoying, like, an annoying, like, bitch. And I'm like... What? <laughs> and I'm like, watching, like, oh, no, this character is, like, not great, but not because of that. It's because she's nothing. Yeah. She's mostly just been here to be like ass for Albert to look at. Right, even but that was just that's the like, one time. It was just the one time, and that's it. And also, then yeah. we had like one scene of her looking at the fingerprints. I don't know if this is just how that actress talks, but I feel like Tammy also has a very like affected, breathy, like, hey guys, it's me. I'm the sexy FBI agent. This is how I, I talk. I also know that she this is her first acting role. Yeah, she's I like think. a singer. Yeah, she's a singer that David Lynch liked. Yeah. Which like it kind of just feels like she's trying to do... She's doing acting without ever having done acting before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Christabel, yeah. that's her name. Yeah. Uh, oh, in 2017, she released a cover version of the Twin Peaks theme song. Cool. <laughs> also, uh, kind of a brutal first role is to be on Twin Peaks. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it's also... Uh, not even just Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks, the fucking return. Twin Peaks, the return, and also in a pretty thankless role. <laughs> Yeah, like she's really only there so they can occasionally give like exposition to her as an audience surrogate, right? Like what they're yeah. about to do here, where like because she she explains what we talked about the last time she was here about oh they flipped one of the uh, fingerprints to make them match Cooper's prints he had on file, and uh, it's his left ring finger, and uh, Cole has to like okay yeah Tammy you're doing great good job stick out your hands. He- he speaks to her like she's a child. Uh, yes. You've been doing excellent work. Passing every test. Now let me uh, sh- show me your hands. 
Uh, and he explains that, uh, you know, the greeting that uh, Cooper gave him was ten words long. And if you start counting from her left pinky over to, you know, her other hand, then very, the word he said backwards, corresponds to the ring finger. The same ring finger that, you know, the the ring goes the, the on. Spir- and that the, yeah, the like, spiritual finger. It's a spiritual mound. <laughs> as we all know. Yeah, as we all know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's the finger that, yeah, the letters go under when Bob kills somebody, or it's where people wear the cave ring, you know. Uh, sure. I did see someone posting, like, hey, yeah, I'm, like, a palm reader, and that's not anything, like, that, that's not the spiritual mound. I don't know what David Lynch is talking about. Yeah, no, th- this just seems like something that David Lynch 100% believes. Right. Uh, and it's not based on anything other than maybe something that someone told him in a bar. Right, right. Right, you know, like when I was six years old, and I was like, well, obviously the soul is kept in the left bicep. Everybody knows Everybody that. Everybody knows that, Yeah. Uh, and then Albert's like, anyway, here's the last picture we have of uh, Cooper. It looks like the DVD <laughs> cover art to a fucking, like, n- like shitty season of a show from AMC. Yeah, yeah, this is like AMC, right? Like, if Breaking Bad didn't take off, yeah. this would be it. This is AMC's burn notice. Yeah, or, yeah, that, or, yeah I was going to say, it's the USA Network trying to make their answer to Breaking Bad. <laughs> yes, there we go, <laughs> This is not a blue sky project. This is a brown sky project. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so they go to the prison to talk to Mr. C again. And this is where we get the very good bit where Tammy's like, we just want to thank you so much for helping us out. What was your name again? Tammy? Fuck you, Tammy. <laughs> Fuck you, Tammy. <laughs> Fuck you, Tammy. Uh, Diane, clearly not jazzed to be here. She's like, okay, I, I will give you ten minutes at most. I am in control when this starts and ends. Okay, alright, fucking fine. Let me go in there and talk to him. And uh, it's the same weird, like, black room that they went in last time, but it's just her and yeah. Cooper now. Hello, Diane. Yeah. And uh, she asks him when the last time they saw each other was, and he's just like, are you upset with me? I feel like you're upset with me. I'm getting kind of an upset vibe. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, she keeps pressing, and he says, you know, the last time we saw each other was at your house. I'll never forget that night. And she's getting, like, visibly more upset bringing it up, which, yeah, it. the implication to me is that Mr. C showed up and assaulted her. Yep, makes sense. Yeah, yeah under, under the guise of being Cooper. Right, yeah. Uh, so she uh, just slams the uh, curtain back down and storms out and uh, is just very distraught out in the parking lot. Uh, Cole kind of comes up to talk to her and... And it's kind of like, hey, what the fuck was that? What, what was going on there? Yeah, and like at this point she is now just fully like crying and explaining that like, no, that's... It's not just that it's been a long time since I've seen him. It's not just that he's changed. There's like something missing in his heart. Yeah. She, yeah, he's just wrong. Yeah, Lordard's great in this. She scene. kills this scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because she has just been like extremely like mask up like bitch for this entire thing, and the, this is her breaking. Right. Yeah. And seeing Cooper yeah, she, just cracked her open. Yeah, she plays it really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so good. Um. Yeah. No. Uh. Like Kyle McLaughlin also killing it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. This this is a scene where I was like. 
God damn, dude, Kyle McLaughlin has decided to be, like, the kindest old man in history on this show, and also, at the same time, the scariest man in history uh-huh, on uh-huh. this show. And then uh, Laura Dern starts doing this. I'm like, well, shit, dude. Yeah. Television. Yeah, good acting. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, Cole kind of asks her, like, okay, Diane, that conversation, that, that meeting you mentioned, is that something I need to know about? She's like, I don't know. I'll tell you about it some other time. Yeah. Uh, before they left the prison, yeah. Cole did tell the warden yes. to keep uh, to keep Mr. C uh, just indefinitely. Now, Warden Murphy, now we whatever you do, don't let him leave. <laughs> do not release it. Now, I know what you're thinking. What if I did? Don't. <laughs> yeah, I, I, th- I know what you're thinking. What if I let him go tonight? Yeah. And you shouldn't do that. Yeah. It's just very funny to me how quickly he <laughs> breaks that. Well, you yeah, know, like, I get it, like, but as, it just, yeah. I think the other part is Mr. C knows the fucking jig is up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As, as they're bringing Mr. C back, he's like, I need to talk with the warden. Right. In his office. And they're like, yeah, f- like, fucking right, buddy. Uh-huh. And he's like, say it's about strawberry. Yeah, tell him it's about a strawberry. <laughs> scary. Uh, scary, man. Um... And then from there we go to back to Twin Peaks. Andy is at the meeting place for uh, you know where he was supposed to meet this guy, and he has not shown up. It's he's over thirty minutes late. Um, and meanwhile, we're just getting shots of that guy's house with like the door hanging open ominously. That dude's dead as fuck. That dude is yeah, so that fucking guy is dead. So fucking dead. Yeah. Yeah. Another weird thing of people reading too much into shit is that, like, Andy checks his watch and it's a Rolex. Like, oh, my God, Andy's a corrupt cop now. Like, guys, no. No, he just has a Rolex. He just, it's not that crazy that an old man might have bought a nice watch or had a nice watch bought for him at some point. Lucy gave it to him. Come on. That was clearly, like, a 20th anniversary gift or something. It's, yeah, I was just like, damn, Andy's balling. And then that was it. Yeah, uh (laughs) uh-huh. Yeah, guys. And that's his only thing. That's his only thing, yeah. <laughs> that's like when people are like, oh, like because you like have a PS5, you can't be part of the working class. <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah, guy doesn't show because he on account of was murdered, and Andy just leaves, and we go back to the prison. Mr. C gets his meeting with Warden Murphy. Who has turned and, off the security cameras so they can have a nice private talk as he pulls out a gun. And, like, he he tells, like, the guys to leave, and they're like, wait, what the fuck? This actually, like, you're actually doing this? Right. Yeah, yeah. And, uh... And he's like, yeah, I'm gonna extrajudicially murder this man, and he goes, you shouldn't do that, Warden. You shouldn't do that, And he's Warden. like, you know what, you're right, I shouldn't do that. Because, uh, Mr. it turns out Mr. Strawberry was your dog, the leg of whom was in my car. And also I yeah, mailed weird, his weird long game here. Yeah, also I mailed the other three legs of your dog to people that that like they had evidence tied to them that'll reveal all the crimes you're doing here if I get Yeah, and also shot. he only mentions two of the legs. There is a th- there's a fourth unaccounted for leg. Wait, does he say there's only two that got sent out? Yeah. Okay. Well, he says he sent three out, but he only mentions that two of them are with people who can, like, bring him down. So he oh. unaccounted for a fourth leg, I feel like. Okay. Maybe I misheard? I don't know. Yeah, I, I didn't catch that. Um, But, yeah. Yeah. He, he says, like, you know, like, the warden's like, why the fuck do I know that you're not just, like, saying bullshit? Right. And he says a name, and I forgot what the name is. 
uh, Joe McCluskey. Yeah, but every time, after he first said it, my brain instantly went from this very dramatic scene to what if it just went McClunky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'm rewatching now. He says the other three legs got sent out. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I thought he only said that two of them had evidence. No, he says, yeah, the other three were sent out with the information you're thinking about right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but, uh, yeah, he says Joe McCluskey, and that's enough that the ward's like, oh, fuck, you know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, shit. Oh, God damn it. You, you can't trick me. That's a baseball player. <laughs> but, like, from the 1900s, and his, like, yeah. nickname was, like, Old hash, like, hasher basher. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so Mr. C just tells him, like, listen, I don't give a shit about you. I, the only reason I'm blackmailing you is because I want out of here. Yeah, uh, I, it, if you let me out of here, none of this will, you will face no consequences. Yeah. I think the crimes you're doing are cool, whatever they are. Right. <laughs> this also just makes it feel like part of, uh, part of Evil Coop's scheme the whole time, which. Yeah, well, I think because he came here after he found out that Ray got put in prison, and then he downloaded all those prison plans. I assume this was all... Because what he wants is a getaway car, a friend in the glove compartment, and Ray to be released with him. So I think the whole idea was to get arrested, get Ray, and get out of here. Yeah, I'm just surprised that, like... I don't know, it it felt like the part where the FBI finds him was also... Oh, oh. A part of it, but I don't know. Probably maybe not. I, I took that more as like, yeah, that's unavoidable if I get arrested and like I'm prepared for it. But like, I'd rather that not yeah. happen. Yeah, uh, that's that's fair. He's like the Joker. Uh huh. Yeah. Dark Knight version. Right. He wanted us to catch him. Oh damn it! You think it's just chaos? Right. Uh huh. Uh, but yeah. So yeah, tonight you're gonna let me go, smooth and safe. And the warden just like, oh man, I just told that FBI guy I wouldn't though. <laughs> How is he going to explain this one? Yeah. That's going to be so funny. Uh-huh. I mean, the way he explains is he tries to murder Gordon Cole and figure it out later. Sure. <laughs> well, if He's... those five people come back, I guess we have to murder all of them. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, back in Las Vegas at Lucky 7 Insurance, uh, Dougie's just having some fun personal time drawing on his desk. Yeah, and the, the guy that he... Like said was a liar comes in. He's like, "You fucking tell me about you know, talking about me." You fucking. <laughs> we said he's got zero poker face. He's like, uh, "So what were you and uh, Bushnell talking about in there, uh, Dougie? Huh? Seemed like you were having a conversation about uh, something. What? What? Uh, what? Uh, what were you talking about? What? 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 What was it? You had a lot of the case files, you know. And then the receptionist yeah. comes in to let him know that there's some cops here. And he's like, "Oh, I gotta go. Bye." <laughs> that reminds me that I have to go call some cops. Uh-huh. Yeah. The crooked cops. I mean, like, non-crooked cops. Uh-huh. Just cops. And, uh, yeah, we're introduced to the detectives Fusco, because these three guys are all brothers. They're not brothers! <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> yeah. Why is the guy from Anchorman here? Yeah. Uh, that's another one, like, oh, it's that guy. Yeah, I, that, we, me and Pris both just yelled it was that guy. Yeah. I don't, I don't know this guy's... I don't think anybody knows this guy's name, but... Yeah, I don't know his name off the top of my head, for sure. I think it's... He, is he it was Dan also, something? Yeah, uh... He was also in, I think, Zodiac. Uh, David Kochner or Kochner? Not sure how you pronounce this. Yeah, I'm calling that close enough. Yeah. Yeah, he's always fun in, in comedies and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, he's kind of the lead of the Fusco brothers. One of them doesn't talk at all. He just laughs at the stupid jokes in the background. Yes. <laughs> it's just very funny. 
Um, Do you think they pay them all one salary and they have to split it? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> They're all one guy package and three deal. bodies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it is a Cerebus kind of... <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, they start trying to question They show him the badge and Dougie's immediately like, oh, badge. Uh, yeah. Oh, I like yes. And luckily for him, Janie E comes in because she's here to pick him up and she can deal with these cops for him. She's gonna girl boss her way the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> Naomi Watts is so fucking fun on this show. She's so good. She's so good. It's basically she's really the just... exact same routine as she did with the criminals last time, but it's still good to see. Yeah, no, she has really. This just is just been, a like, different group of criminals. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, like hitting it really well in these last few ups. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah, they're here because they, you know, Dougie's car exploded, and they're trying to question him about it, but she. You know, obviously, he would have a hard time answering these questions regardless, but also she keeps cutting them off before he even can try. What the fuck do you mean, where's my car? Do you know where my car is? I thought it was stolen, so it seems like your job to find it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like this is your problem, not ours. Why are, you, why are you yelling at us? We're not yelling. We're asking some basic questions. Okay, well, we've had a very stressful day, so um, how about you go fuck yourselves? <laughs> Did you find the car? I, I mean... And they're like, well... I don't, I don't, and then, and then uh, the Mr. Bushnell yeah. was that his name? Yeah, yeah. Comes in and he's like, "Well, did you find the car?" <laughs> and they're like, "Who the fuck is this?" Yeah, I'm Bushnell we're Mullins. I'm Dougie's have, boss. We're supposed to have three people. You're not supposed to have three people. This is supposed to be us intimidating you. Yeah. Um. By the way, uh, the one who the guy who just laughs is uh, nicknamed Smiley. <laughs> of course. Great. That's what he does. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, and they're like, well, yeah, we did find the car. Okay, why didn't you tell us that to start with? It was, uh, there were multiple dead bodies because it exploded and they were all part of a car theft ring. Okay, why are you asking us questions then? This is very clear <laughs> cut. <laughs> Seems yeah. pretty clear what happened. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, like, they're like, oh, you know, like, like, did you report your car lost or stolen? And he's like, no. Well, where's the last time you found your, saw your car? It's like... Well, if we knew that, it wouldn't be lost, would it? <laughs> and then they ask, like, can you describe your car, sir? And Janie jumps in. Oh, it's an awful car. It's a piece of shit. It's in the shop all it's the time. It's in the shop all the time. It's a. It's what they call it, the, the dealership, a pre-owned car. Like, that doesn't <laughs> help us at all, man. <laughs> it's a silver Ford, okay? Yeah. I like that, because last time she, when she was doing her spiel, she was also like, listen, we're the 99%. We drive terrible cars. I like that she just hates Dougie's fucking car and will just... She fucking hates just that car. Just dig on it any chance she gets. <laughs> he probably really liked it when he bought it. Yeah, absolutely. And he was like, this is a great deal. Uh-huh. Uh, and eventually she's just like, well, we've had a really hard day, so we're f- going fucking home. And one of the Fusco brothers is like, well, we have some paperwork we need to fill out. But the other one's like, no... I'm sick of this. You can uh, you can come Nailed, fill yeah. it out at the station at your convenience, ma'am. And she's like, thank you. And then, yeah, like the boss is like, Dougie, I have some you know stuff that you should take care of, but I'll do that tomorrow. Oh, you, you, get, you, go, you go home, champ. <laughs> He's just Dougie's dad. <laughs> yeah. That's really good. Uh, and, yeah, I uh, just... I love everybody in the Las Vegas plotline. And they're walking out and... Well. Yeah. Well. <laughs> well. <laughs> I forgot what scene was next. Uh, yeah, uh, Janie E is just kind of talking about, like, 
okay, we are going to get a little bit of insurance money if your car got bombed, but, you know, I don't want you gambling that. And, I mean, oh, think about what a better car we could have bought if you had just traded it in instead. I mean, I know we have half a million dollars now, but you can't have that to buy a car with. That's for Sonny Jim. That's for Sonny Jim! In our future. And Ike the Spike uh, emerges from the crowd with a gun because, you know, his spike got ruined last time. Yeah. And uh, Cooper immediately launches into action. You thought that Cooper was just kind of like, you know, mentally impaired, having just like, he was just vacant, he wasn't here. He's actually been charging his meter this whole fucking series. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And he He, used a level three super on Ike the Spike. Yeah, he pulls the fucking Evo block. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He chops him in the throat twice and like slams his hand to the pavement while Janie keeps strangling him. And then Janie starts choking him. Yeah, that's really funny. And then while he's got his hand pinned down to the pavement, the evolution of the arm grows out of the sidewalk and just starts going, squeeze his hand off! (laughs) It's, I posted that one, uh, shit post video someone made of the Matrix. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of the throat chops. Of the throat chops. And yeah. that's just this fight scene. Yeah. <laughs> Ike the Spike gets fucking owned. <laughs> he, he yeah, like, owned. it makes it feel like that someone at the other office probably could have taken him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like Cooper was going to obliterate anyone they sent at him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he doesn't quite squeeze his whole hand off, just part of it, uh, because he throat chops uh, him more. so gross. Yeah, makes him run away. And then it kind of shifts as though it is, like, being filmed for the local news or something, as the cops are questioning him yes. about it. And, uh, <laughs> I like that JDE is just like, oh god, I don't know what happened, he came out of nowhere with a gun, and, and Dougie, oh, he was so brave, he did this and that, and what, meanwhile, Dougie's just reaching out to touch the cop's badge, he has to slap his hand away. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, meanwhile, all the like the eyewitnesses are like, yeah, that guy was wow, but oh, Douglas Jones, he was like a cobra. He he wasn't a victim yeah. at all. He was a hero. Oh my gosh. And then yeah, you do get an extremely gross shot of them peeling Ike's palm off of the gun. Yeah, that's that's nasty. Yeah, not good. I d- it looked like the same kind of thing they found at the bottom of uh, Mr. C's car too. Oh, yeah. yeah, it would not at all shock me if it was the same prop. <laughs> yeah, it could just be the same prop. Yeah. It's it's just yucky. Uh I now now that makes me wonder if it's like something to do with the weird evolution of the arm. Right, that's the yeah, that's what I was thinking. Could be, could be. Um but yeah, great shit. Uh we cut over it. We get not just a recreation of it, we get the exact same establishing shot of the Great Northern from the old show. Yeah. Yeah. I was so happy. <laughs> Like the it's it's at night and you have sort of the mist of the waterfall billowing up over it. It's so good. And uh, we're in Beverly's office and there's just a weird ringing somewhere in the walls. And uh, her and Ben are just kind of walking around trying to figure out where it's coming from. It almost seems like it's moving. As soon as they yeah, get closer is- to it, it, it shifts to the side of the room. This entire scene, you're sp- you're just kind of like, he's gonna do something weird and creepy. <laughs> <laughs> And then he just never does. He doesn't. And he just never does. You know, yeah. Ben, yeah. Ben, maybe he is reformed. Maybe, truly. Maybe he's become a good guy after all. He ate enough carrots and celery. Yeah, but it does also... he became good now. It feels like there is kind of, like, there's an energy between them. Yeah, yeah they're, but, like... They're absolutely... I think she'd be down for it if he made a pass at her. I, I 100% see it that way, but, like, also, like, he is at the point where he is not, like, going to be, like, lusting over her. Right, right. 
Um, um, also, is Audrey in the walls? You know? Could be. Could be. Could be. She did like to go they, into the walls. She just, she just got mentioned. Yeah. I was so mad when it wasn't Audrey in this scene, and it was this lady who I don't know and don't care about. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're keeping Audrey back. She she was in the first episode, too. Yeah, Beverly, yeah. I know she was, but I don't care. Right. Okay. <laughs> fair. <laughs> I wanted Audrey. That's fair. God damn That's it. Fair. That's fair. Listen, if... if if Diane and Audrey were in the same episode, too <laughs> I would, powerful. I would explode. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just kind of a long scene of them sort of like laughing at like this weird problem they're having. Uh, it, yeah, I like it. It's just kind of a quiet, yeah. you know, cool down after the action scene. Yeah, it is a definitely like a kind of Twin Peaks season two scene. Uh-huh. But just, like, kind of, like, kind of nice. Right, it's a Twin Peaks Season 2 scene, except if it was Twin Peaks Season 2, it would be, uh, uh, like, jazz song instead of just a weird ominous ringing. Yeah. yeah. Why does that keep moving on us? Again, I, I do feel like the Agila Bantamage score is missing from this I show. I could use a little more jazz, I, yeah. I will agree. Uh, and then, uh, is her name Beverly, you Beverly, said? Beverly, yeah. Yeah, tosses the key that just came in the mail yeah. uh, for Cooper's old room. And he's like, wait a minute, that's Agent Dale Cooper. That's where he got fucking shot. Yeah, oh my god. And she's like, who's that? And he's like, well, she was investigating Laura Palmer. She's like, who's that? And he's like, right, I don't, time I don't passage. have time for this. Yeah. I, a, don't have time for this. B, we don't need to get into my relationship with that uh, that girl. That's fine. <laughs> we, yeah, yeah. We seems like you should know about uh, that. The sex I had with that teenager. Yeah, uh, listen... They were really trying to push me as the murderer in the plot. Uh-huh. <laughs> they even filmed me having a, you know, killing her sister or cousin. Listen, it was the '90s. It was a different time. I was a biz- I was a business crime guy, and sometimes that means you traffic teenagers across to evil Canada. What can I say? Yeah, I've had so many carrots since then, though, Beverly. I'm such a better guy now. You don't understand. I we go off the fable morality system where if you eat vegetables, <laughs> you become good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I used to have I, like I, a I, badass scar and devil horns, but the, look, they're gone now. I I have grinded out being good by just <laughs> you killing have no idea how many carrots. blocks of tofu I ate. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she uh, Ben sends Beverly home, and we get a little bit of her home life. Uh, her husband is like homesick with you know some. Undisclosed disease. I, uh, yeah. When di- this guy first showed up, I'm like, is that, like, is that going to be Leo? Is that going to be? Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, I was going to lose my fucking mind, uh-huh. but it, it's not. Yeah. Um, Leo's dead. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. Canonically, Leo held on to that drawstring with the spider uh, trap, and in then it. said hello. When well, no, no, yeah. no, that was in the script. Uh, according to the books, what happened? He held it closed uh, for uh, so long that he starved to death. Yo. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Kind of badass. <laughs> yeah, except for the part where everything about it, listen, it's badass devoid of the context right of what yeah. it was. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. It's, 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 they definitely wanted us to think like, oh, wow, what a, what a king. What a guy. Well, yeah. No. Yeah. God. Still, still Fuck, Leo. <laughs> right. Fucking what a weird twist of that character. Bizarre. Um, but yeah, like, there's a nurse that's here during the day to watch her husband, you know, help him out, and she's just like, oh, yeah, he had kind of a rough day today, I had to give him an extra dose of painkillers, and he, he's just missing you a lot. Anyway, bye. Yeah, he didn't want to eat until he got home. Yeah, and now he still doesn't want to eat. 
Yeah, because he's mad at you because he knows you're hitting on the boss. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he says very little, but, you know, she's just getting angrier and angrier at him the less he gives her. And, yeah. yeah. I, I don't dislike this other than, we've talked about it, when every fucking wife in this show is just yelling at their husband all the time. In that context, yeah. I don't like that as soon as she's in a room with her husband, she turns into that character also. Yeah. Without that context, I, I don't I have sense, an issue with this scene, but... Yeah, I, I sense there is something going on here, totally. but we don't know that, yeah. so... Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Just, you know, filling in a little more, giving, yep. giving Beverly a little color. And uh, then, do we go from there to the, uh, the most important scene in cinematic history? Yes, we do. <laughs> How long is this? Uh, I believe it's three minutes. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say Pris said six. I was like, "You're out of your mind." Yeah, uh, how uh, long? But you know what? The sweet. If it was, it, it's about three minutes. I just did the scrolling okay. through the. Um, but you know what? I'd watch six. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I was saying they should just have kept this till the credits. Yeah, I kind of. <laughs> I thought they would. I initially also thought they would do that. Yeah, it is just uh, we're at the roadhouse, but there's no one performing because they're clearly closed up for the night and. Uh, Green Onions is playing over the PA, just like the most generic, like, rock and roll sound that you get. And it's just a guy sweeping. Well, since this... So, this is a longer episode. So, this is at the 49-minute mark. Yeah. Which makes you think that this is going to be the end of the episode. But they still have 10 more minutes of this motherfucker. And I was like, what is going uh-huh. on? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, as soon as the scene started, I just pressed the, like... A button to see how much time I had left, uh-huh. and I saw that it was like ten minutes. I'm like, please, please, just ten straight <laughs> minutes of sleeping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, one I, shot, he missed. no dialogue, generic stock music, as this guy just sweeps the floor. Yeah, I the I, shit I, rips. Yeah, this fucking rules. I instantly knew people were going to be mad about this. Yeah, I, uh, I go ahead, Ashley. Sorry. Well. I used this as the image for our question post. Yeah. And when I was looking up the image, I got, like, a bunch of, like, scenes of it from, like, like images from, like, Reddit and stuff of people trying to solve the sweeping scene. Uh-huh, yeah. And it's like, no, guys. David, got- have you not watched the TV show? David Lynch likes when things take a long time. Uh-huh. <laughs> like... You, did you watch the part where Cooper was bleeding out on the floor? Of course we're watching this guy sweep for three no, minutes. I'm serious. I'm like, no, no, no. Actually, if you play this episode synced up with another episode in a different window, they'll like, you'll get like a dark side of the rainbow thing going on. And the reason for this sequence is because an important scene happens in the other episode during this time. Shut up. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> God. Yeah, like- I was seeing, like, images of stuff overlaid, and, like, okay, like I can already tell that all of you guys are wrong. Yeah. I don't even know, like, where, like, you know, where this show goes, but, like, yeah. I can just tell that you're wrong. Yeah. Uh, M did send me a uh, one-hour version of this scene, so thank you, M, for doing God so. Bless. Um, I said last time that, like, the scene of Cooper doing the paperwork at home, like was where I started getting anxiety the first time through because I'm like, oh my god, this is so slow. You're you're just burning time, guys. You only have so many episodes. This scene, on the other hand, immediately resolved all that anxiety because like, oh, okay. Okay, you're having a laugh. All right, I'm fine. Like, oh, okay, we have time. That's, that's... 
like I said at the start, th- this scene just feels like a quick come down of all the weird shit we just saw. Sure. Yeah. Uh, a, a, a man's hand was pushed hard enough for skin to come off. Yes. Like a, a thick chunk of skin. Uh-huh. Like, that's, you know. Yeah. So, I don't know. And then we have uh, not Jacques Renault. I was, we were being impressed we're talking while the sweeping was happening. I was like, oh, yeah, it's the same guy. You know, we were talking about yeah. that. And then we were like, maybe this is the one Renault brother who is not a criminal. Oh, yeah. And then he picks up the phone and he's a criminal. Yeah. Yeah. It just, this to me is just so, because there's no. There's no possible meaning. It's not like the paperwork thing. Like, well, is there something in the paperwork I'm supposed to be looking at or something? No, no, no. Yeah. It's a man sweeping a floor, and it's a joke that it's taking this long. We know what we're and doing. That, Don't worry yeah. about it. It's fine. <laughs> and that we're making you watch all of it. Yeah. And, like, at that point, uh, this to me felt like an invitation to be in on the joke, at which point I was like, okay, yes, absolutely. Now I'm not worried about the pacing of this show. I get that you're doing something deliberately, yeah. and I'll just go yeah. wherever you want to go with it. Also, a lot of stuff has happened in this episode. Also, the pace yeah, picked up in this episode, and I feel—I don't remember for sure. I feel like the pace stays up in like the rest of the show, pretty much. I think we're past yes, the slowest parts of it. That—that that was the other point. Is other stuff is happening in this episode, so I feel like we can take a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, Jean Michel Renault in the uh, back picks up the phone. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Chris has mentioned it several times on Twitter, and so I will. T- Say it in her stead. He misses a spot. He does miss a spot in the he back. He does. <laughs> he does miss a spot in the back. I was losing it the whole time. He, does, he covers that spot, but then he sweeps a piece into that spot later. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Buddy, you got to go on. back. Come on, man. Turn around. Turn around for one second, please. <laughs> I beg of thee. Uh, but yeah, um, the guy on the phone is having some kind of fight with uh, Renault about he sent somebody to... Uh, Listen, you you owe me for he owes me for two. Me for two. I don't care that they were fifteen. Yuck! Yuck! No good. Yeah. Roadhouse still a bad place. But they got live performances. They do got live performances. They got great bands. (laughs) Uh, Not this week. Not this week. We we were late for the show this time. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, at the prison, uh, in the middle of the night, they let Mr. C out, they let Ray out, and they get in the car. I was like, oh, right, Ray. Yeah. I was like, who's this guy he wants out of prison? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about Ray. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while it's since we've seen It's been five Ray. hours since he's on screen. Yeah, he was in, what, episode two and not since then? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Warden Murphy just watches as they drive off into the night. Yep. That's fine. And he's oh, just duck. like, ah, beans. Nah, I really goofed this one. Yeah, I'm pretty much dead one way or another, so mm-hmm. guess I'll let him go. Guess I'll let him go. Seems like the wrong choice, but, you know, who am I? Yeah. Not the warden of a prison. Not the warden of a prison. Um, yeah. Yeah, back in Twin Peaks, uh, we're just at the Double R Diner. Everyone's just having a nice night, you know? It's kind of crowded in here. Norm is still working in the back. And a guy just runs in, throws open the door, and kind of a panic goes, Hey, has anybody seen Billy? And then runs away. And everyone's like... Yeah, everybody's like, no. And then he leaves, and they're like, Who the fuck was that? Should we know about Billy? (laughs) Everyone's like, wait, was Billy And then that's the the end of the episode. Guy in a booth in the back is opening up the Twin Peaks wiki. Like, who is Billy? I don't think there was a Billy. Wait, he's like, wait, let me check the the credits. Duh. He like he's like looking to the side. Right, like, and it Does goes anybody credit as Billy? Was the guy 
is the guy that got killed with the truck? Was that Billy, maybe? That guy went missing today. Maybe that's Billy. I don't know, man. <laughs> no, Ivy George is credited as a five-year-old girl. That's as close as we're getting. <laughs> I like the person that's credited as another mom. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's right. Yep. We got another one. <laughs> yeah, Rebecca Field, another mom. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you, Rebecca. And yeah, that's that's part seven of The Return. They remembered that this is Twin Peaks. Yeah. Good app. Yeah, I had a good time. Fucking great app. They put the characters from Twin Peaks in this episode, <laughs> which you think wouldn't be so difficult, but it's proven <laughs> dire so far. They were, they've been around. You know, they have, but uh, could have been more. <laughs> You got Carl I, last I, time. What more could you ever want out of life? The, the guys I like. Now, hold on one fucking second. I understand where you're coming from. I'm not from. saying I don't like Carl. Sounds like you said you just don't like Carl. Also, just... Carl's not technically a Twin Peaks. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He's not a Twin Peaks person. I think he is now. <laughs> well, now he is. He saw somebody die, so. Right. <laughs> Did see a child die. Yeah. You know, sometimes you uh, just see a kid die in the street and his little soul goes up into the electrical wires. It sure and does. That's that. Uh-huh. And just yeah. Kind of yeah. And you're like, wow, that was crazy. That was nuts. <laughs> He's like, like what are they mom, putting like, these in these cigarettes? And meanwhile, everyone else in the crowd's like, oh, geez, you hate to see it. You hate to see oh, it. That's nuts. Ah. <laughs> No, <laughs> yee is too. It's that's too true, much. That's, that's more extreme than they got. There's like, oh, no. <laughs> Reacting it's, as if they the, like dropped their ice cream cone. Yeah, no, it, it it is the same. Like as if like a rather nice wedding cake got hit by a truck. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Do we have any questions, Ashley? We have one question from actual Fox Lexi. Uh, if you were making a TV show or movie, what part would you create specifically for Laura Dern? Oh, geez, that's a good question. My God, what wouldn't I give her? <laughs> also, you didn't ask, but while we're in the casting chair, give me your part for Cheryl Lee. Ooh. My God, what wouldn't I give her? Oh, God. Hmm. I, I want to make, like, a detective movie with Laura Dern as the detective. That'd be good, yeah. And Cheryl Lee as, like, the prime suspect. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm into this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. I'm, I'm copping out by running through my head, okay, who would I cast them in Idol on? <laughs> oh, there we go. There we go. I mean, 90s Cheryl Lee, I feel like, could do Virginia Valentine. I don't know if you agree, Molly. That's probably true. Yeah. That's probably true. Yeah. Laura Dern, I'm I, trying to think. Go ahead. Could you just make her Lady Luck? Yeah, 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 she could do Lady Luck. There you go. She's kind of a bitch enough for it. Yeah, yeah. Easy. I've never thought about movies in my life. (laughs) Is the thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I I just don't think I have an answer for this question. I'm sorry. Mm. All right. Uh, That's it for questions. Great. (laughs) All right. This, This ended up being a normal episode anyway. Yeah. 
Luke, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other shows that I do on AudioEntropy.com, such as Idle on Playtest. It's an actual play RPG podcast that uh, I, I'm getting back into the GM chair. God, we are recording the first proper episode of Season 3 tomorrow. Yep. Uh, it's going to be a little while before it's actually out. We're still wrapping up Idle on Against right now, our final miniseries, a fun pirate adventure. Molly's playing in that. I am. When you hear this episode, the finale will be up on Patreon. Yeah! So you should go listen to that. Um, yeah, that's about it for me. Okay, Ashley. Find me at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Uh, Ashley, and- your fucking money. Yeah, this Ashley, is a little early for that. Fucking money. Oh, yeah. I- <laughs> and at your liberal with underscore Twitter dash on Tumblr. There you go. Uh, Molly. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly Thwaite. You can find me at audioentropy.com. I need mail.com. Secondbestgame.club. We got we got Sekiro yeah. coming up. I gotta I gotta finish this playthrough. I mean, it'll take you um, an afternoon. I know it'll. T- listen, I'm not that stressed about it. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna enjoy playing Sekiro. It fucking rules. Yeah. <laughs> since I have my like, I am keeping track of all my deaths for this. Oh sure. Um. So. Who's got you the worst uh, so I far? Just, uh, what is that thing? Is it Corrupted Monk? Yeah, Corrupted Monk got me twice. Okay. Uh, and that accounts for half of my deaths. Okay, so, great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so th- that's up through Genichiro. Okay, okay. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, harder stuff coming up, so yeah. that that could balloon. I, th- that ain't but. might get you a couple times. Uh, you know what? I don't think, I don't think so. I'm pretty good at the ape. That's fair. I have, I have a tricky time with the ape. I'm, I'm guardian aped up. And also learning that the upgraded umbrella can block the yell attack was such a huge... Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. The upgraded umbrella blocks the yelling attack, so you don't get cursed. I should remember that there's sub-weapons in that game. <laughs> yeah, the purple umbrella blocks that. I use, like, the firecrackers on the bull, and otherwise I forget that's an option I have. Yeah, I mean, I use the fire a lot. Because it's just free damage. Sure. And oil is easy to come by. Anyway, this is not a podcast about Sekiro. Um, you can listen to that uh, on October 1st when it's out. Alrighty. Um, and that is... Go to audioentropy.com. Hit us with the donate button in the upper right-hand corner. Give us some money for hosting the website. Thank you, everybody, who does that. Appreciate that. It's kind of the number one thing. We want more than uh, reviews. TBH. Um, but we do want the fucking reviews. So don't get it twisted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, that's it. Leave us the five star reviews only, please. Absolutely. Um, um, I'm gonna go. Yes, go yeah, ahead. So next time we are watching Twin Peaks: The Return Part Eight, aka you know Twin Peaks Season Three, Episode Eight, whatever. Uh, <laughs> getting sick of my own bit. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, aka Got a Light. Uh, content warning wise, I don't think there are flashing lights, but. If that's something you're sensitive to, maybe just kind of be on guard for that. Um, I don't think there's anything like that, though, but eh, I could see that being mixed in, and I just didn't clock it when I watched it. Um, some vomiting, but nothing on the scale of what we got in, like, episode three. Sure. Uh, yeah, some gross things coming out of people's mouths. Uh, some gross things going into people's mouths. Uh, more okay. than, yeah, kind of the opposite. Um... That's most of it. There's some, like, blood and gore, but, like, on the level that, like, every episode of this show has. Sure. 
Yeah, this has been a surprisingly gory show. Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, again, they're on Showtime now, and they are gonna make you You know that. what? We haven't seen some titties in a while. It's been a while since we that got some, some... David got some restraint. Some, some nips, well. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying he hasn't shown any titties in a few episodes, that's all. Yeah, yeah, it was... <laughs> they were very front-loaded. Yeah. As many titties yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I left for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, I'm gonna go watch this episode now because no one has been normal about this. Yeah. Oh my god! It, it, when you start talking about like, oh, I'm watching the return for the first time, you get just an avalanche of oh boy, wait till you get to episode eight, and like, there's a you will get pretty quickly why people are like that, but also maybe let people discover that organically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh. Yeah. Yeah. You guys. <laughs> I. Love, love everybody who's, like, listening to the show, right? Uh-huh. Uh, frankly, I think a lot of the people who have not been normal about it are not listening to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, they just see us because tweet otherwise... about Twin Peaks, right. and then right. they go, like, <gasps> yeah. are you, are you wa- going to watch episode eight? It's like, yeah, what the fuck are you talking? Yeah, yeah, we watch an episode every yeah. week, my man. And honestly, I feel like a lot of the people listening are people that are also going through it for the first time. Yeah, we're getting some of that. Yeah. Yeah, even the people who are not, yeah. I think, have been have been cool. Absolutely, yeah. So I mean, thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody who listens to the show, who talks to us in the Discord, yeah. for being normal. Uh-huh. Everybody on Twitter, you're on fucking notice. <laughs> even though you don't know that. You know, so. hey, episode yeah, eight. And you was, never will. Oh, go ahead. I, I just said, and you never will, now. Episode eight was the season one finale. So, you know. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Huh. But huh. David didn't, yeah, you know, I gotta say, David didn't get 22, so. That's true. He doesn't care for season two. (laughs) And he's wrong. (laughs) Well, sometimes he's right. No, he's pretty much always wrong. I think there were two whole episodes in season two where you all were like, eh, this is bad. Yeah, I mostly just think about uh, Wyndham Earl. Sure. (laughs) Well, I mean, yes, he's right about Wyndham Earl being a little... Whatever. Anyway. Anyway. All right. Uh, I got my flu shot. I'm tired. I'm going to go <laughs> watch TV. Yeah, go. All right. I'm also going to go watch it just because it's good and I want to watch it. I'm, pro- yeah. I'm going to probably play more Dream Life. <laughs> okay, you enjoy that, Luke. I'll burn some pod with you in like an hour. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, Wally just got into my town. He's he's nice. Yeah, that's uh, his one character trait. <laughs> uh, all right. Until next time. <laughs> Sorry. Just shredding things that I have I've gotten for you. <laughs> uh, He's nice, but also he wants to hold hands. Yeah. That's also true. He likes musicals, too. Okay. Uh, he likes one. Uh, all right. He likes Hello, Dolly. Uh, and, <laughs> this podcast? Until next time. Damn, fine coffee.